Hi everyone, it's Joyce. I just wanted to say that I hope you're keeping safe, healthy, and hanging in there. Sending love your way and my thoughts are with you. To help spread the word of positive inner beauty, I invite you to please subscribe, rate, five stars would be lovely, and leave a review on Hello Beauty. This makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Thanks and enjoy this episode. In this day and age right now, we have, there's so much comparison with social media and, you know, it's like, there's, we have to find the, the truth of who we are in between all of that. So we're not comparing ourselves to other people, but like making sure that, no, 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 this is who I am. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Baton here, and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Grace Alea. She's the founder of eponymous brand Grace Alea. Grace Alea is a modern hair protection that actually works, which consists of stylish satin and silk line products to eradicate bedhead, frizz, breakage, and more. Oprah even included Grace Alea as one of her favorite things. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Grace. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before we hit record, I was already saying that I'm such a fan of your products. I do have a problem where whenever I wake up, I'm like, why is my? Because I mean, I have to admit, I have not transferred my pillows into silk or satin yet. I used to have it, but then my ex-boyfriend actually ruined it and put it in the dryer and i'm so oh, no. annoyed so i just yeah. wore it out it's all ripped apart i was like yeah yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I'm he's like, an ex right that's why he's the ex exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're fired right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean that's why i was like pouring over websites i'm like amazing i need to oh, get everything here but um before anything else mm-hmm. you have such an interest interesting background where you even have Oprah as one of your fans. So before, yeah, before I get into that, share with us how your business came about. Sure, sure. So in 2013, I was on vacation visiting my mom's family. I'm half Kenyan and half Nigerian. And and we were in Kenya. Uh, My hair at the time was chemically straightened. It was heat straightened. And I already have really fine strands. Uh, So combine that all of those with the arid, super dry Kenyan heat. And there was a road trip that we took where my head was bumping up against uh, a headrest for 12 hours round trip. And basically I got, long story short, a, a hole about two inches wide or so of breakage right in the middle of my head. Wow. You know, And I remember my mom had told me, hey, you may want to put on a scarf or something because it can be really dry and dusty out on these, these long trips. And I was like, I'm on vacation. I don't want to, you know, not look cute. And so I did, I did not take her advice. And of course, now I regret it. But it kind of started the wheels turning of there has to be something out there that is both stylish enough for me to feel cute on vacation wearing, uh, but also protective of the hair. And so over the course of the next year or so, I just kind of let the, the idea formulate and you know I was at the time I was taking night sewing classes after work and stuff and so in 2014 I I created the first prototype in February of 2014. Friends and family loved it Uh, and then uh, we decided to actually we started selling on Etsy basically and then 
uh, use influencers uh, later on that year to help us do our, our launch. And this was when influencers weren't influencers, they were YouTubers with a high following, as we called them at the time, um, to help us kind of get the word out there. So I did mention that Oprah is one of your fan, the fans of your product. What was a significant change and have you been able to keep up with the demands? Because I know once she mentions um, yeah. a product and Grace Aaliyah is one of her favorite things, uh, was there a surge of crazy demands? And I know there are some businesses that it, it creates a negative impact to them that mm -hmm. they eventually close down because they can't keep up with the demand. So talk to yeah. me about this. Yeah, so we <laughs> we definitely experienced the Oprah effect, which was great, right? We had we did have an increase in demand that we had trouble keeping up with, but luckily we had been we'd already planned out, and because we've had we're now six years in or so, we've, and we've had some experience with uh, historicals, and and we already had our inventory planned, so we just had, ended up taking a lot of our inventory from uh, those planned to to drop in January, expedited all of that to come in a lot earlier, you know. Um, and so it, we were able to, you know, like I said, we, we were ran out a few times on the on the website and on Amazon, um, but we were able to kind of keep up with that with that demand a little bit. But it was it definitely the Oprah effect is it was great. It was amazing. So after the Oprah effect, what mm -hmm. was one major business lesson that you've learned along the way that you told yourself, okay, I'm not gonna do that again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. So. One of the things that we have been able to do, and even in this year, because we were mostly e-commerce, right? So we've been able to, for the most part, not have to change our business model too much to accommodate for the pandemic and all this stuff. I think that one thing that we learned from the Oprah effect and from a lot of the press that we've been getting in general over the last um, uh, couple of months is to is in the, in the inventory planning, essentially, and making sure not... Because it's, it's it's hard to you never want to over over you know stock essentially, but at the same time there's, it's like this weird dance and this weird balance. But um, I think we're learning to bet on ourselves a little bit more and, and on the on the on the products that we think that actually have the most potential. Um, so I think it's in the inventory planning and like focusing more on that that aspect of the business. I think has been a, a major lesson for us. Talk to me about what Grace Aliyah's products consist of. Yeah, so it's mostly satin lines and satin products that all are both stylish for, for wearing out, but also protective enough to wear to bed. So we started in 2014 with our flagship product, which was the satin line cap or slap or slap cap. Um, and it's it looks like a beanie on the outside, a very simple beanie, but it has satin on the inside and an elastic band to hold it in place so that when people go to bed, they can literally wrap their hair up and wake up with no bedhead or frizz or, or all the things that... that equate to a very long hair morning or tangles and breakage eventually so yeah no i love it talk to me about the difference between satin and silk yeah so satin is or sorry we can start silk silk's a natural fiber so you know we there for the people who want to to do things au naturel they the, the silk is a, a much it's more it's not as readily available as satin but it is just as protective. It has a lot of, it's a little bit more delicate to, to produce, but it's incredibly protective of the hair because it doesn't absorb moisture from the, from the hair strands uh, and allows your hair to glide along it. Um, the satin, on the other hand, is a synthetic fiber uh, and is much more readily available and probably a third of the price of, of, of silk products. Um, and uh, and easier to take care of because you can kind of just throw it into the wash, but it's it, it's not a natural fiber and uh, and as 
uh, I guess, Lux and, and lush as, mm -hmm. as the silk is. Yeah, but th does it essentially have like the same effects as satin? I mean, silk, sorry. Yes, yeah, for the most part it does. Like, you know, there's, there, there's some, you know, studies that have kind of shown that it could even have like complexion benefits if you're mm -hmm. on the silk side. You know, there's other, there's some little added benefits for the, it being a natural fiber um, than satin, but for the most part, it does the same thing where it helps, it's a, it's a smooth uh, substance that helps your hair glide along it instead of cotton, which is, is uh, it absorbs the moisture from your hair and causes all that friction that, that leads to the tangles, the bedhead, and eventually breakage. Yeah, no. So how do we really take care of our silk pillowcases or silk mm -hmm. products or scarves that we put on our hair? Yeah. You said that, we, does it, is it just like hand washing it and then air drying it so I or do dry cleaning? Yeah, so silk, because it's so delicate, it can get those little snags in it mm. that, make, that make the appearance a lot less, you know, appealing over time. So ideally it is hand wash and then hang to dry. But there are, so a lot of our silks you can throw in the washer, but it's, it, is a, it should be on a delicate cycle and probably in one of those mesh, um, like garment mesh bags. Yeah. yeah, like lingerie bags. Mm -hmm. um, and then don't dry it. Definitely hang to dry. You know, if, if you absolutely don't feel like hand washing, it's like you can technically put it in one of those mesh, mesh uh, lingerie bags and then put it in the washer on a delicate cycle and then hang it to dry as well. Yeah. In the beginning, were you the ones, I mean, because I know in Etsy how a lot of people are very hands-on with the products that they create. Mm -hmm. Were you actually creating this products yourself, meaning like hand sewing them? Yes. Yeah, oh I my was, goodness! I using, not not hand sewing, but I was using my at home sewing yeah. machine. Sewing yeah, sewing machine. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And before we would, like we would get an order and then actually make a, a receipt on a Word document at the time, you know, to print it out and then and send it to to each customer. But I would I was making all of them in the beginning. That's amazing. Yeah. So prior to Grace Alia, your brand itself. What were you doing? Did you already have your business background that helped you start this whole project? A little bit. So I, when I graduated from uh, college, I, so I, I do have a degree in marketing um, mm. and I worked for a, a, a year or so as an executive assistant to a, uh, a CEO of a, of a small to medium sized business out in Louisiana. And that was incredibly shaping for what I am doing now because from there actually I went on so right before I started the business I was actually working for a b2b startup um, where I was managing customer development for them but just in these the working for startups was so so essential to my my trajectory that it, it was I was able to basically be in the room for a lot of high level decisions and take on a lot of different roles and basically see business happen you know essentially uh, and so it was a it was a major training ground for what I'm doing now. What advice would you give to those that are trying to put their first step into starting a business and they don't know where to start yeah. just yet? Because it could be very over overwhelming to start totally. a business. Totally. I always say that your friends and family can often be your first focus groups and your first customers, right? So when we first created the slap, I was like my, my biggest advice usually is actually just one word, start, do something, right? Create, a, if you don't have the, 
if you don't maybe have the technical knowledge of creating your prototype, you can create a drawing or something that can that you can now show bring to people to test. Like, hey, would you use this? Would you buy this? How would you use it? Does it make sense when you first when you first um, look at it, right? Um, but my my family and friends were my first customers, uh, you know, that I, I literally came to actually just to show them the product. Like, oh, my gosh, I've, how much is it? You know, I want one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also gave my first feedback. I would go, I would take their feedback. and It's a little too short or uh, the satin's a little bit too big on the inside. You know, I take all of their feedback. I'd apply it to the product and then continue moving forward. And so it's always just start. So start somewhere. The second thing is, is find the channel where you where, where your, another way to put it is find the pool where your potential customers are playing in and then go to that pool. You know, if you're doing B2B go, and it's conferences and it's trade shows that you need to be going to, go to that pool and start getting familiarizing yourself with, with that pool, you know, swimming amongst those people, right? If it's, a, if it's direct to consumer, go on to Facebook advertising, figure, figure start figuring some of these things out. Um, just so that you can, if, and, you know, create a website, you know, now, now I think a Shopify site is a, I think you can get one now for $29 a month or so, you know, mm. um, and it's like, you can maybe just put it up there, uh, start driving traffic to your website or just start selling on Etsy, start selling on eBay, do something um, to just get your foot started, to get the motion going, essentially, is usually my mm. advice to brand new entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's amazing. So would you say that using influencers or quote unquote YouTubers back in the day played an essential role in putting your business out there? Oh, 100%. 100. So when we first started, we knew that this was something, a product that required an explanation of some sort. And so it was, we couldn't take it direct to a Sally's, for example, or a beauty supply store, because it, we would put it next to a $2 bonnet and everyone would wonder why is this one more expensive than the bonnet, mm. right? At the same time, we couldn't go to like a Nordstrom Direct or to another department store and put it next to a beanie because people would be like, why is there satin on the inside of this beanie? So we knew that the product needed an explanation and it just, it was such a perfect time because now you can go direct, we could go directly to consumers through influencers who could basically speak to their audience and ex- help us explain what the product was. And so we partnered with influencers all throughout 2015 and in the beginning of our business to get that, to help us explain what the product does, the benefits, and how, how it's now this weird niche, you know, industry of the fashion and function of, of hair protection. Yeah. How difficult was it, or maybe easy on your end, <laughs> was it dealing with influencers? Because I know there's a lot of exchange of money or resources mm-hmm. involved. And what are your, what is your advice in booking that first influencer? Because there's no such thing as quote unquote free lunch, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, definitely. And at that point, my, so my brother was, um, who also has a boutique um, e-commerce growth agency. He was managing all of our, um, our influencers, and he actually had it down to a science. So we knew oh, wow. the the, ben, the the fiscal impact we would have almost to you know a ten dollar amount, you know, based on a certain amount of factors, whether it was how many subscribers they had, average number of views they had, and the type of video that they uh, they would produce for us. Uh, we knew how much fiscally we were going to get. Now it's a little bit different because influence the, the whole market. There was something authentic about influencer marketing just four or five years ago, right? So everyone, yeah. no one really knew whether or not 
it was sponsored or not, or they just were yeah. receiving the product or getting paid for it. And so there was, there was an authenticity that was, that was very much so uh, uh, made it easy for customers to trust the influencers, right? So now it's a little bit different and the strategy is a little bit different. Um, in that, you know, you like there, there would have to be a broad marketing strategy in terms of brand, brand, you, you know, you'd have to go from the micro to some of the major ones, depending on the product that you're selling uh, and be strategic. And, and sometimes it won't be about uh, how we managed it, which was fiscal impact, right? It might be about more about the exposure, depending on what, what stage of the business stage of business you are you're in currently that's true yeah it's definitely an investment and it's worthwhile i believe so i agree so yeah um i know that we are experiencing a global pandemic so Mm -hmm. could you share with us any entrepreneurial tricks that you have discovered to stay productive and on top of things during this global pandemic yeah so there's a couple of things one is i i think taking time for yourself even if it's during the day to, you know, whether it's sit down and do nothing, you know, for an hour or go work out, you know, making sure you have your time is one. The other one is separating as much as possible. Your works, like having a workspace has been huge for me. I actually still will get up and get ready. Even if I don't put on makeup or very much makeup, I'll still get up and make sure I'm ready. I'm not like working from my bed or uh, I rarely work from the couch. It's like I have a workstation or I'm sitting at a table and making sure that once, once I'm done with, with work, I can close my computer and, and go. So otherwise, it all kind of flows together and there's no separation. There's very little work-life balance um, and you don't have a lot of that, that, that mental space. You're, you're, if, you, if you never have that rest point, then you, you'll, you won't be at 100% at any point in the day. You know, it's like if you, get, if you give yourself that separation and you can, you know, I've, at least what I've seen take the time. I might go on a bike ride and literally in the middle of the day, come back and like, okay, now I've, I've cleared my head a little bit and I can now like head down, start working, you know? Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. I know that we've been really all about loungewear nowadays, yeah. right? like doing work from home. Yeah. I think I've yeah. really discovered too, in the beginning, I was like, yes, loungewear. I'm so happy mm-hmm. and relaxed wearing, yeah. you know, these comfy clothes and yeah. sweats while working. But I think like around three months ago, I started wearing like my work clothes, quote unquote work clothes again, because yeah. <laughs> it really helps my productivity and focus. No, it's yeah. so true. It really does. Yeah. Um, like what you said, even if I don't put on makeup, but if I just put on like proper clothes, quote unquote yeah, proper yeah. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, because we were kind of like cheating in the beginning, yeah. like, okay, um, proper top but then yeah. sweats in the bottom. Yeah. But now I'm even wearing jeans too, just to oh, know, nice. like, take it up a notch yeah. so that I'm, I feel more alert. Yep. Yeah. Because totally. I mean, if your chair is comfy too, it's so easy to just like slump in that chair yep. Yep. while you're yep. working. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What mm. advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Hmm, I love that. I think so. One of our, 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 um, our tagline is live confidently. Right, and one of those, what that, what that encompasses, in my opinion, is this idea of living your whole self. You know, I remember when I um, started to wear my hair naturally, naturally curly. You know, and there's there's just something about uh, being able to embrace everything about who you are. You know, I, I agree. I, I just love that 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 slogan because it's it's. I think that in 
when you can look in the mirror and see yourself as just beautiful, just as you are, you know, it's just, it's wonderful. I love all the new stuff. I love that there's, we can very easily get, I can get extensions tomorrow and my hair could be long and straight, or I can, you know, put on a full makeup, but you know, there's, there's just something so, so beautiful about like appreciating yourself for just who you are. So I love, I actually love that slogan. I actually chemically curled my hair. So the opposite way around. That okay, okay. Yeah, and then I also have fine hair. Because the thing is, my hair is wavy and straight all okay. at once. So I was okay. like, I'll just pick one. And I like yeah. curly hair better. So yeah, yeah. I was like, I chemically, uh, chemically curled my hair. And this was mm-hmm. in the Philippines where, you know, in Asia, all that back then that they were used to are straightening mm-hmm. products. Okay. And I just didn't think that they knew what they were doing, but because Mm -hmm. I was a customer, I was very demanding. I was like, "Ah, (laughs) I want this gorgeous curly hair and my hair is super fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was just unhealthy and Mm -hmm. very, very um, delicate. So I was like, let me just, I mean, like what you said, if I I do have extensions too, that was gifted Mm -hmm. to me. If I feel like having longer hair, I could put that on. Yeah. If I want to like curl my hair, I can just like, like what I did today, like just use a curling iron. But most of the days I just leave my hair like air dry it as it is, I love it. you know? I love it. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and in this day and age right now, we have, there's so much comparison with social media yeah. and, you know, it's like, there's, we have to find the, the truth of who we are in between all of that. So we're not comparing ourselves to other people, but like making sure that, no, 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 this is who I am. And, you know, I don't, I, you, I think uh, something that I like to live by is this idea that, um, you know, you Joyce are the, the, the best Joyce <laughs> there will ever be. Right. And the only one, right. And so the, the, you would make a, a, a bad imitation of someone else essentially. Yeah. And so it's like, you, th- there's only one of you, you know, so live fully as yourself. And so I think, I think that, you know, in this comparison culture, it's so important that we, that we can, we can do that. I love that. And I'm I'm so glad that there's a lot of a lot more representation nowadays. Yeah, same. Yeah. And also I think maybe it, it also comes with age, right? You know, we mm-hmm. learn from our mistakes, we learn yeah. and grow. And we yeah. just naturally feel more comfortable. And mm-hmm. I think when we're also busy as we get older, we're like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah just totally. no negativity or yep. nothing. Just let me focus my work, my yep. business. I don't yeah. have that to fuss over unnecessary thoughts (laughs) yeah and it's also like it's also like a patience with yourself too because trial and error you know you know there's there's so many things that we that I even personally wouldn't have known had I not gotten a hole in you know in the the middle of my head a breakage in the middle of my head right I wouldn't know that I I, I struggle with you know razor bumps and I should use um uh, clippers to to shave on my arm you know like little things like that where you just don't there's some trial and error in terms of like learning who you are. You know, we're also learning about, about ourselves every single day, you know? And so I think that being patient with ourselves is also really important. Yeah. And it, it always, something good comes out of it all the time. And like what you said, with that trip, you yeah. lost, like you broke like a big amount of your hair and that led yeah. to like a beautiful business. Yeah. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of my viewers and listeners are always interested about my guest beauty routine. Talk to me about your hair, makeup, and skincare routine. Morning tonight, quickly include products. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I I keep things relatively simple. I very much so. uh, So in the morning in terms of uh, hair, so actually, so let's start with just hair first. So I actually use, we we actually sell um, some single ingredient uh, hair care products. So we sell Rasul Clay, that's just clay. 
so for, in terms of shampoo, it's, it's actually a cleanser. Um, and so what we, what I do is I will mix the clay with some water and rose water. We also sell rose water and a little bit of argan oil. Um, and I actually will, I put that in my hair and let that sit for about 10, 15 minutes. And then when I, after I rinse it out, it actually works really great for a face mask too. Uh, so okay. sometimes I'll like have the face mask going as well. And then I'll uh, rinse all of that out and put in conditioner and then gel. And that's kind of how I get my curls defined. And as tiny as they are, I think my curls will define with Rosol Clay uh, some conditioner. I think I use Kinky Curly, Kinky Curly conditioner and, and gel. Um, and then in terms of face, I, I think I just use like a clear, clean and clear um, face wash to remove makeup at night um, for moisture. I, after that, I use a, a, a rose water toner. We sell, like I said, we sell rose water, pure rose water. Uh, this is all on your website. You sell that yeah. on your website. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! I'm gonna check out that clay and the rose water. Yes, no, I love. It's so good for for uh, especially fine curly hair. I have uh, fine hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, it work, works great as a cleanser, um, and 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 just for allowing the moisture to really get inside. Once after you rinse it out, my my hair's already starting to define again. So I can oh, go look, nice. looking like just like a cotton ball fro to like define just by putting in a little bit of rose yeah. oh, clay. Yeah, wow. so, no, I love, I love rosal clay. And then, um, and then it works great as a mask too. So if you just mm -hmm. mix that with like water or rose water and put it on your face, it, it's like a deep cleansing, yes. like, like, you know, mask. Um, yeah, to pull out like yeah. the dirt, the debris, yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, and then so after, for in terms of skin, wash my face and then um, put on, uh, the, the rose water as a toner and then put on um, a little bit of argan oil as my as my moisture moisturizer and I head on out I love that do you use SPF sunscreen uh, no I'm I'm one of those black girls that needs to and I've been like getting the ads and I need to some of my uh, foundations do have it but I don't wear oh, yeah, makeup yeah. that often mm -hmm. <laughs> so now like, or in pandemic I haven't been wearing makeup very often so yeah I need to get on that big time yeah yeah and then makeup also very easy peasy and simple very su super easy usually I, I'll just do like a little bit of concealer or foundation like in pandemic has actually simplified my makeup a little bit more oh yeah me um, too <laughs> this is the most i've gotten ready same. for you <laughs> same totally yeah. mm -hmm. so no i so now i'll just kind of like put concealer around my eyes and, and you're like the hell i get like a little bit of dark spots underneath um or dark circles i should say around my eyes and then um fill in my eyebrows put on some mascara and head on out usually Today, like you yes. said, I have I have a little bit more of like foundation and mm -hmm. I put on some Mac, you know. Yeah. And this is all gonna be washed off right after. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's the pandemic life nowadays. Yeah. One hundred percent. Keep it simple and fresh and clean. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. when you have that mask on your face. It feels yeah. like you don't want any makeup on on your skin. No, yeah. I know. One, it's covered too. Like now, I'm getting makeup inside the mask. You know, it's yeah. There's no. Yeah. It's like just keep this looking good and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. So, what is something exciting in store for you and the brand? So, in terms of the brand, we're really excited to what next year is going to be a, a really cool year for us because we're going to be launching some hair care, some more hair care products Ooh. that are like mixtures that are for. Um, that, like I said, a lot, adding a lot of moisture, defining the curls, et cetera. So that's something that's really big that we're excited about. Um, and just more growth, you know, there's, I feel like even just this year has as difficult as it's been, has been just, there's such a learning opportunity 
you know, for, for a lot of what we're, we've been doing. So, um, and then a couple of retail partnerships that we're launching next year too with uh, Sephora and. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. So exciting. So very exciting. I love it. Yeah. No, I'm really eyeing your hats that your yeah. wide brim hats that yeah. have silk inside you might you might think that it's like a simple concept but it's mm-hmm. it's very smart and it works and it's, it makes sense why hasn't anyone you know done this before but no they were just waiting for you to create these products <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we definitely want to keep up with what's up and coming so please yeah. share with us your social channels and where they can find you yeah so on instagram and facebook it's uh at grace Alea. Uh, actually, on Facebook, it's at Satin Light and Caps. On Instagram, it's at Grace Alea. And then our website is gracealea.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today, Grace. Thank you, Joyce.